Spider Bates from 2004 when we were 11 years old. 92.9 was. I love that. That is Black Betty here at 92.9 and back again after 10 with Diane all day while you're at work. 30 years and three songs. We'll bring you that from 10 again and all day right here at 92.9. Hey, if there's a business or a person out there that's looking for a heap of dishwashing liquid, I think it's it's rocked up here. Um, we are doing the mail the other day and Bailey's come back from the post office with a rather large box, which is unusual for us. We don't usually get anything more than sort of envelopes delivered here to the station. We've cracked it open and lo and behold, inside the box there is 12 bottles of dishwashing liquid. Very, very random. And then of course it got us all thinking what sort of unexpected random deliveries have you received? 676 or on our Facebook page, where Jesse has put a photo up there of a whole heap of potato mashes. Now, potato mashes are, are similar to can openers, I find. When you find a good potato masher or a good can opener, you'll hang on to that for dear life. You'll either hang on to that one or, from then on, if anything happens with that can opener or a potato masher, you will keep buying that variety. Jessie had the same thought as me. She she ordered three, or so she thought, because what actually rocked up in the mail was three packs of 24 potato mashes. So what's that? 68 potato mashes. I mean, that's taking my theory to the extreme, Jessie. But certainly adds to the mix of unexpected deliveries, that's for sure. Natalie ordered what she thought was f- six green apples in her grocery order. And when she got home and unpacked, it turned out that she'd ordered not six green apples, but six kilos of green apples. So I'm assuming uh, Natalie's place is where you can get all the apple pies and all the apple crumbles and all the apple cider from. So Natalie, very handy. What surprising item... Did you unexpectedly have delivered or mailed to you potato mashes, apples, dishwashing liquid? 676-2299 or 929-Tamworth on our Facebook page. Love to hear from you. Of course, make it on air as well. Go on the draw for our K's Friday meet trade. 50 bucks could be yours. 676-2299-821. You've just gotten into work and you're... Date. Yeah, that's all coming up in just a moment with Lena right here at 92.9 from our local newsroom. What unexpected delivery did you have shot? We had a box of dishwashing liquid, 12 bottles of the stuff. Rock up, which would probably, you know, with the, the amount that the guys here, including myself, wash their dishes, probably last us 12 decades they'd get out of that. 12 centuries, maybe. What unexpected deliveries did you get show up? 676-2299 or on our Facebook page. Uh, imagine the surprise on Kate Neighbors' place, uh, face and place when she had a crane show up and crane a heap of steel and timber over her back fence. So a ginormous crane's rocked up and started just whopping over pallets of timber and steel and all sorts of bits and pieces into her backyard. And she's going, what the hell is going on here? A couple of minutes later, the cranes showed up again, removed the steel and timber, driven three doors up the street and dropped off at the proper address. I I dare say the actual, the construction workers 
have showed up there to do the work, has rocked up to the backyard and realized there ain't nothing in the yard, and the crane driver's gone, oh, whoops, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. This is house nine. Sorry, I delivered it at six. Sorry. Sharing a cafe coffee with someone. Chatting about what's going on locally, nationally, or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Break. Member for Tamworth, Kevin Anderson. Happy Monday. How are you? Happy Monday, JB. I'm well. How are you going, mate? Yeah, very well, very well. A big weekend for you. The Bendy Rodeo you checked out on Saturday night. Yeah, look, how good. This is uh, an event that pulls the whole community, the whole region. In fact, uh, they had riders from not only the state uh, and competitors, rather, right from, you know, not only the state, but right across Australia. This was huge. The Benjamin Rodeo, um, it was back. They had a mini one sort of last year, but it was back in full flight uh, on Saturday. And let me tell you, Saturday night was rocking. It was um, fantastic. It was so good to see everybody. All the stands were Stacked. There was a good mood. The rank bulls were going off. <laughs> Cowboys were doing their best. It was uh, <laughs> it was a fantastic part of, of what Bendemir is all about um, up there on the hill, mate. It was awesome. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you, the, the 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 town pretty much quadruples and then some in size, which is just amazing to see those smaller communities get together and and put on a you know a massive you know Australian class event. Really, it's uh, it's awesome. So good. Yeah, hun- absolutely. And they're all volunteers, Jason. Yes. That's the thing. They're all volunteers. They're all men in the bar. They're all, you know, running time on the ring events. Um, yeah. You know, all of those guys up there, the committee just does a magnificent job. You know, Glenn Morgan, uh, one of the great uh, ring announcers, was up there, and it was just fantastic to see. You know, Mark and Leanne Summers at the Bendemeer Hotel. Um, the place was jam-packed, and there was a real festive atmosphere yeah. about the place. It was so good. It was so good to be part of it. You just couldn't help walk around with a smile on your face, say good day to you know, people who hadn't seen for all. Cole Murray, the ex-mayor, was there. <laughs> Cole, and, Cole and Carol Murray were also up there having a good time. So, yeah, look, it, was just, it pulled people from everywhere, and everyone was in a really good mood. It was fantastic. This is fantastic news as well. The Northern Inland Aquatic Education Health Centre of Excellence has got $15 million investment from the New South Wales Liberal and National Government to basically start progressing that one, I understand, Kev. Yes, sir, and this is uh, the start of the process of of an aquatic centre for Tamworth, an eight-lane, 50-metre pool, um, indoor, covered, heated, so that our uh, swimmers don't have to travel uh, in winter to go to training. So it's, it's an all-year-round facility. Uh, this will be fantastic, not only from a leisure perspective and will draw people to Tamworth, but also from a competition factor, you know. Uh, Pete Ryan's got a couple of cracking kids that do well, and there's so many good um, young swimmers around here that sometimes are disadvantaged when yeah. they go to state and nationals because we don't have the facilities. And what I mean by that, in winter, mm. um, we just don't have the facilities. So, um, you know, the, the swimming club presidents will tell you, when our guys start back on the circuit, they're two months behind. Yeah. And, you know, and that's just so hard. So to be able to provide first-class facilities, and when you think about it, the best hockey facilities in the world, we've got some great cricket facilities now. Yeah. Um, we've got great netball facilities that, you know, the... Uh, uh, the, the sports dome out there is fantastic with basketball and netball. So great to see 15 million bucks to kickstart uh, an indoor aquatic centre for Tamworth. Yeah, I was chatting to a swimmer, ironically, just last week. 
And they said exactly that when they have to go uh, away for competitions in Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne in winter, they've literally got to go there two weeks beforehand just to get pool ready. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's horrendous. So uh, where, where to from here, the $15 million? So is this for planning? Um, yeah, what, yeah, next steps, I guess. Yeah, next step. So they've got the design and what it looks like, and now they'll get into um, the next phase of getting funding from the federal government, okay. and they'll get a contractor on and so on. But $15 million bucks is a really big kickstart to this project, and that cements the project. It's the anchor. So, um, you know, it's uh, onward and upward, and really, you know, congrats to all of the swimming clubs and the and everybody that's come to see me over the time, it's taken a long time to get yeah. to here. But uh, certainly, uh, you know, good things uh, do take some time, and, and uh, this is going to be a beauty. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, with, um, with the obesity rates in Australia, getting kids active, and the fact that swimming, you know, we're world leaders of it at the Olympics and Paralympics and at a competition level, surely this is, you know, looked at, um, quite positively by all the levels of government from here. So, fingers crossed on that one. Um, 100%. The Regional Youth Task Force was in town over the weekend, I understand, Kev. Tell us about this. Yeah, this is a really good group of young people, um, you know, from late teens to early 20s. There's 18 from across New South Wales came together on the weekend here in Tamworth to talk about regional youth issues and it's really about bottom-up stuff you know they don't want adults telling them what's good for them so to get all these kids together or kids these teenagers and smart young people together to say okay what is it that you think we need in regional new south wales mental health services came up um communication came up um transport came up but these but some solutions that were offered as well it wasn't just a a whinge fest yeah it was a whole okay if this is the problem how do we fix it folks what's the story what do we do now and this is so uh, we can feed that right throughout new south wales regional new south wales into the parliament mm. so that we can work on these these, uh, these regional youth ideas so it was really really well worthwhile mate it was uh, there's some smart cookies around and and uh, they've got the ideas. You've got to tap into it, mate. You've got to tap into it and, and say, okay, how do, we, how do we get better at what we do? Yeah, and I like that. The fact that it's not only youth, but regionally focused as well, because, you know, some people have some fantastic ideas. I don't want to start the whole country-city debate, but, you know, quite often stuff that is come up or thought up in the cities doesn't work regionally and vice versa. So that's great that they're regional youth that have come together um, for some of those ideas, which is awesome. Yeah, 100%. We are not the city. You are 100% right, JB. So what happens in the city mm. is different to what happens here. So we have to be unique yeah. about how we how we address our issues. Yeah, 100%. Hey, Kev, thank you uh, so much for the chat. Just just quickly, there was a, a, a bit of damage done at an art fair um, over the weekend. $61,000 piece of um, glass sculpture. It was a, a balloon. It looked like a balloon animal made out of glass. And a member of the public went over, I guess, to check, I'm going to assume, check that it was actually glass, because it, it actually looked like, a, the, well, the before photo looked like a balloon. And uh, the member of the public tapped it, knocked it over, and oh. shattered a $61,000 oh. glass sculpture. Oh, Gone. you're kidding. No. Nah. 
Well, Boston. I reckon I reckon they would have sold out of um, super glue in minutes. <laughs> <laughs> super glue sales through the roof. <laughs> super glue sales through the roof. Imagine that trying to put that back in. Oh, you're just missing a piece of the puzzle, mate. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, hang on. His tail's near where his head is. Hang on a second. This ain't working. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Kev, thank you so much for your time. We'll catch up again next uh, Monday. Have a great week, JB. Thank you very much. 7.52. Want to hear your favourite song on the radio and win two? He had his birthday on Friday, celebrated it in Brisbane. I was expecting him to get the koala photo on a lot, like all the uh, non-Aussies do whenever they have their holiday, uh, their birthdays here in Australia. You know, they get their photos taken with koalas, kangaroos, quokkas, echidnas. They do. Wombats. But yeah. no, I didn't. I guess Ed, He's been here before, though, yeah, hasn't he? He may yeah. have already done the obligatory koala uh, photo. I'm sure he probably photo. has. Mm. It's probably done it more than us mm. uh, true blue Aussies have done. So <laughs> I don't have a photo with a koala. There you go. I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure they are. Oh, you, you haven't done a photo no. with koala, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. Mm. Okay. Nope. There's some law in New South Wales where you can't, you're not allowed to hold the koala here. So oh. we'll, have to, we'll have to get to the bottom of this. Other states, apparently you are allowed to hold the koala Oh. But then I only found this out when Billy Joel was out here. He went to the Tronga Zoo and got a photo with the koala. And he wasn't allowed to hold it. But he couldn't hold it. The keeper had to. Oh. But then when he went to Melbourne to do his actual show, he went to the Melbourne Zoo and he, he was holding he could. it. And that was How a comparison. Crazy. Yeah. Why the different states have different rules? Look, Is it because they scratch and stuff? Maybe. Then they get angry. Yeah. It might be a safety thing. Yeah. And Maybe they don't trust people here in New pre-federation laws and all of that coming through. <laughs> you know, it was probably like 1890. Yeah. Melbourne's like, yeah, do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Take it for a run. Like, there was there was an article I was reading on the weekend. This is how riveting my weekend was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, peanut... You know how people call peanut butter peanut paste? Do they? Yeah, peanut okay. paste. Okay. Um, in, the, in the 1920s and 1930s in Queensland... The Queensland Dairy Foundation and Dairy Union mm-hmm. refused the peanut farmers to call it peanut butter in Queensland oh. because it's not dairy. So oh. it's not peanut butter. So oh. you're you're offending us as butter producers by calling it peanut butter because it's not and you legally had to call it really? peanut paste. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got it got overturned by the the Queensland government in the late nineteen thirties, nineteen forties, but that is why a lot of places they call it, peanut, call it paste, peanut paste. Not peanut right. butter and it's a generational thing. Oh. So there you go, yeah. I mean it so, rhymes, peanut paste. Peanut paste, peanut, peanut paste. Peanut. Can you grab me the PP off the shelf? I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't think that will take off, die. It's <laughs> between you and I. Sorry. <laughs> Sounded uh, good. You, <laughs> no, it didn't. You, no, sorry. <laughs> at okay. least you picked up on that. You're up next with the nine at nine. <laughs> yes, I am. Identify those uh, nine songs in a row. And that JJ's Pizza is all yours. I'll be back again tomorrow morning. 250 bucks still with Speaking of Sport. $70 with our Smash for Cash. Uh, and Maths, one of the contestants from Maths joining me for a chat after uh, 7 tomorrow. Chat to you then.